How can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by, and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced? Hey, hey, it's Alyssa. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. In today's episode, we are going to piggyback off of one of my other episodes a couple of weeks back at the time of this recording. If you listened at the very end of the episode, I got really passionate. Um, I started talking about why we need competition. And I don't even mean competition. I just mean we need a lot of voices talking about the same thing and that that's okay. So if you missed it, my basic point was that you should not make a decision about what to talk about in your own business based on what's already out there in the teacher business world. So just because someone else is talking about, let's say, writing in the middle school doesn't mean you shouldn't talk about writing in the middle school if that's what you're passionate about and that's what you teach and that's what you know and that's what you're already like the go-to gal in your school for it, then don't let it stop you that there are others also talking about it. I think oftentimes we tell ourselves, oh, okay, well, that's already being done. It's already being done well in the online space. Why am I even going to bother? even if it's a large part of who we are. And I want to push you to use your voice, even if you're a little bit afraid or intimidated because there are already other people talking about it. Now, you know how amped up I got about that and that I'm really passionate about it. But the reason is because I truly believe that it's the variety that makes this space so unique. And it's the fact that there are many different teachers talking about things like writing in the middle school that makes this community the best. Because a middle school teacher can consider content from many teachers in that area. They can get all different writing ideas for middle schoolers. They can develop their own unique plan based off all of those ideas as a collective. Listen, they are going to purchase multiple products from multiple teachers, and they're going to build a curriculum that works for their classroom and their students. So having those multiple teacher voices in one niche area only provides more ideas, more perspectives, which is ultimately better for kids. And we have to remember that at the end of the day, that is why we are here. So kind of keeping that in mind, the same thing happens in the online marketing space. So today's episode, we're going to talk about because there is so much going on in marketing and because you have so much to choose from in any topic, really not just marketing, how you can choose a course, a coach, or a mentor that's right for you in a world that just seems really incredibly saturated with that stuff, with courses and coaches and mentors, and who do I choose and how do I choose it? And I'm telling you what, in the world of online marketing, it is super saturated. I would say it's a lot more saturated than the teacher world. There's a ton of variety. You have so much to choose from, which is amazing. Really, the world is at your fingertips. But I want to tell you how to kind of break through that noise and find what's right for you. So as teachers, I 
feel like we're used to being kind of scrappy. We're like used to figuring things out on our own. We're the queens and kings of DIY. We love a good challenge. I don't know about you though, but when I get on Pinterest, maybe this is just me. I get on Pinterest, I see a project. I'm like, yes, I can totally do that all by myself. I can do that. And I I try, but I always manage to royally screw that thing up. Sometimes DIY is not the best choice, especially for me. It isn't always the quicker choice. It isn't always the cheaper choice. I, I always think it's going to be and it never is. Sometimes I end up spending more time and more money and more energy just trying to figure it all out and piecing it together myself when I could have come up with a better quality product if I had just taken the time to really learn the steps in the process from someone who had done it before me and could teach me how. When it comes to marketing for your online business, you don't have time to waste, especially if this is your side hustle. If you try to DIY your marketing all all by yourself, I'll tell you right now how that's going to go for you. First of all, you're going to start by listening to all the podcasts. Naturally, you'll start with Amy Porterfield. You'll, you will binge listen to all how, I don't know how many episodes she has, 552. You will take copious notes. You'll start an account on Asana and Kajabi and Snapchat and Twitter and ConvertKit and Instagram and Facebook and Canva and Tailwind, every other platform or tool ever suggested on our podcast. Why? Because you have great intentions. If Amy's recommending it, it's probably great for my business, right? You know, I love, love, love Amy P. But here's the thing. Podcasts have so much valuable information, tons and tons. It's too much valuable information. You don't need to try all of those platforms. You don't need to try all of those tools. I like to think that Amy and I are best friends in real life. And if I, if we were, I would get her to come on here to assure you that she doesn't even want you to try all of those tools. She's giving advice to people from a thousand different niche areas. Her recommendations are not for your unique specific business. They are for the masses. That doesn't mean it doesn't apply to you, but it does mean that it doesn't all apply to you. So by all means, keep listening to her. She is amazing. She has wonderful content, but use your confident business person decision-making skills that you've got to weed out the things that don't apply to you or that just don't feel right, doesn't feel like it's going to go with your business. I know she would want me to tell you that, and so would every other marketing guru, that if the advice doesn't feel authentic to you, don't use it. So in your DIY journey, you're overwhelmed because you're binging on all the podcasts. So you turn to the free Facebook groups and you go in there and you're like, guys, what do I do? I just heard I should try this, this, and this. Which one should I try? Now, you know, I love a free Facebook group. I love to lurk and listen into what everybody is saying. I especially love it when there's some sort of drama. (laughs) I can just like kick back and watch, get some popcorn. No, I'm just kidding. But um, the problem with the Facebook groups is all that conflicting information. You can look at one comment thread and get 50 different answers to one question. And trust me when I say this, though I'm sure everyone has good intentions, the advice being given in the Facebook groups is not always accurate. So just be super cautious of that. So now you're listening to all the podcasts and you go on the Facebook group and you're in the comments and there's all this conflicting information and now you're on information overload. You aren't even sure what's correct, what's not correct. You don't know what advice applies to your business and doesn't. So you decide, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and invest in myself. I'm gonna buy a course. I'm gonna find a business coach. All right, great plan. You go back in your free Facebook group and you ask about courses. Hey guys, I'm thinking about taking a course on marketing and can 
recommend some courses for me. And depending on the group you're in, they may or may not, the people in the group may or may not be able to answer that question. Oftentimes, if a course creator is the original creator of the group, they don't want you posting links to other courses. So I guess I understand the point there. They work hard on their group. They want to keep it as a place to promote their business. But I also think that stinks because if you go there as your resource to try to find your course, you're probably missing an opportunity to hear about a course that's a good fit for you. You may have to do some searching to find the right fit. So be cautious of that as well if that's where you're going to find out about courses. Now, once you've decided to do the learning around your business and the marketing for your business, that's an incredible decision in itself because it means that you have made a commitment to treat your business like a business. So your own transformation actually happens as soon as you click that purchase button. Because as soon as you click that purchase button, you're committing to giving your business the time and attention it needs to grow. So maybe you're a little scared to sign up for anything because you've signed up for courses before and it hasn't been all it's cracked up to be or you weren't able to complete the coursework for whatever reason. You gotta let all of that go when you're shopping around for a new way to learn about your business. It's all right. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. We have great intentions. We just don't have the time. This is a fresh start. So maybe take into consideration like how that last course went for you, what went wrong. Think about your own learning style. What didn't mesh? Like what do you need to be able to make this work? How do you like your content delivered? And then pay attention to that when you're reading about the different program offerings and try to find one that really meshes well with your learning style. So just take it as a learning experience. It's okay. Now, now you are like, okay, I've got this down to like 10 different courses I can choose from. Do you choose the cheapest one? Because you're scared to make the investment. Do you pick the most expensive one? Because if it's the most expensive, it must be the best. Do you go off of recommendations? How do you choose? Let's break that part down. So let's think back. You know I love a good analogy. Let's think back to our college days. How did you choose your college courses? You probably had the course catalog. You went in. You looked at the title, the description, plus like the level of the course. How advanced is it? You made sure it was going to build on what you already knew and that it wasn't too advanced that you would be completely lost. You made sure the title sounded interesting because nobody wants to get stuck in that boring lecture class. You probably went to the website um rate your professor like rateyourprofessor.com to check out the professor you'd go on there you'd read all the latest gossip about the three different professors that were offering that particular class do they give lots of homework do they lecture do they have a hands-on approach do they fail you easily whatever it was you cared about in college it didn't mean that that one professor was awful and one was amazing different professors match different personalities that was the point of that website so that you could find a professor that matched your learning style and your needs. It wasn't about finding the best one. It was about finding the right fit for you. You've got to do that same kind of research on your business coach. But I don't think that there's like a ratemybusinesscoach.com. There should be. So you will have to do some good old fashioned stalking. (laughs) By that, I mean, you're going to go to their Instagram account, the person who's running the course, read their content, check out their Facebook group, check out their webpage, listen to their story, their message, their values, their experiences, watch their free trainings, download their lead magnet, get a feel for what style you like in a coach. The answer will be different for everyone. I want to tell you, 
how I stumbled on my business coach because it's kind of a cool story. I knew that I wanted a mentor in this business. It's really lonely sometimes. You know, not everybody understands my drive and commitment to this, plus my need to keep it kind of laid back because I'm a teacher and a mom and just can't be, you know, doing it all the time. Some people, like my husband, like thinks I'm just downright crazy, but finding the right coach, I knew I needed to find someone who would understand all of this. And I knew that was going to take some patience. So it was a long time between when I decided I wanted to invest and when I actually found the right fit for me. For a long time, I just followed leads on business coaches. So somebody would pop up in my Instagram or I would see them comment on somebody else's Instagram or I would start looking through the Instagram account of someone else in business that I admired. And then I would find these people and I would save their profile and just kind of watch them. Eventually, I stumbled on who would become my coach. Now, keep in mind that my business coach is not the same kind of coach you might look for. You'll probably look for a coach who is also a teacher because it would benefit you if they have teaching experience and they understand the platform you're using and they know what the heck it means to even sell your worksheet online because... If you go telling somebody in the marketing world that you teach worksheet, you sell your worksheets online, they're going to look at you like you have 10 heads, trust me. So I was looking for a coach that would help me with making decisions around what is now my online education programming. So that was a little bit different. So I would save these people that I would kind of find on Instagram potential business coaches. I would save them into my bookmarks on Instagram. I saved my now coach's profile, but I completely forgot about her after that. Like I I looked at her profile, I liked her, I saved her, but totally forgot about her. But here's the weird thing. Even though I kind of looked at her profile and then forgot about her in the sea of the other stuff on Instagram, she kept popping back up over and over. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't ignore her if I wanted to. And I'm not talking like she popped up in advertisements. That wasn't how it went. A mutual friend on Instagram mentioned her name. And so I pulled her profile back up. And when I started digging around, I noticed we had the exact same website theme, which is really kind of rare when you think about all the different website themes that are out there. So then I was like, well, that's strange. So I took it as a sign. I sent her a DM and I said, oh, this is so weird you keep popping up for me and we have the same website theme. And so we talked a little bit in the DMs. And then to be honest, I got busy and I forgot about it again. And a couple weeks or maybe even months pass and believe it or not, she popped up again. I was watching a webinar for a course that I really wasn't ready to purchase. Something I actually, I know I will purchase someday when I'm ready for it, but that I'm not ready for right now. Lo and behold, there was this coach giving a testimonial for that particular course. So at this point, I knew I needed to look into her some more. I felt like the universe just kept bringing me back to her. So I went and watched her webinar and it was an immediate click. She is a mom, very laid back like me, all about keeping things simple so you can make more memories with family. I immediately knew it was the right fit and every day, Every day, I am so happy I found her and kept finding her over and over again. My business grows every day because of her support and her encouragement. So as you're looking for a course, a coach, somebody just to listen to and read their content online, like if you're looking for your next podcast to listen to, look for those key indicators. Are they talking about something you need at this stage in your business? Or is it something you want to save for later? Do they fit with your style, your personality? Does it just feel like a match? It's probably kind of like dating, like feel it out. How does it feel for you? Does it feel like a right fit? Now in full disclosure, the program I'm in with my coach is not a course. And I actually 
prefer programs like hers that provide ongoing support and coaching versus courses. The reason for this is that in the marketing world, things are constantly changing and being updated. So when I make an investment in my business, I want it to be an investment in an educational resource that can grow along with my business. So I subscribe to two memberships right now, and they both provide that ongoing support in different areas of my business. They actually cut down on the amount of money that I have to spend on other courses because I'm not constantly seeking out new information. They're like this one source for information that I can keep going to again and again. So I basically keep laser focused on those two coaches and their advice, and I tune out everything else until I'm ready to add in another layer. Each membership that I have, both of my two memberships, they cover an area of my business that I'm constantly working on. So it gives me that ongoing support that I need to implement that type of my business kind of over and over again. I love that as I grow in scale as an entrepreneur, so does my membership. I also, I don't have that feeling of being behind in the content because it's always there for me and the members of the community, they work at all different pieces. So I can always find somebody that's in the same spot as me. Plus I love the accountability that the the like living, breathing group has where they're, you know, a membership just feels like an active place. So I've met a lot of wonderful like-minded entrepreneurs that are like going through the thick of it right in that moment and and can kind of work with me and and we can be accountable to each other. So the group really, one of the memberships is a large group, but they still manage to make it feel intimate. So normally I would not choose a large group and that the kind of the group helps me make the decision, the the dynamic of the group. The other group is a really small group, which I love. I would, I've made connections in both groups that have served my business and my own personal growth really well. I have accountability partners in both groups groups that I chat with on video chat and it's just been really a cool way to connect and have that ongoing support. So if you choose a course though, instead of an ongoing resource, remember it doesn't have to be a one-stop shop. You can always buy another course later when you're ready to buy another course. Saying no to a course or an educational opportunity in general usually doesn't mean like, no, I'm never gonna, I'm never interested in taking this. It usually means I'll be ready for this after I accomplish this, which is another argument for why we should have multiple voices in a niche, why there should absolutely be more than one coach and course for each niche online, because we need all of that education from all the different perspectives in ways that we just couldn't even imagine. Don't let the pressure of the choice get to you. You will grow from every single investment you make in your education around your business goals. You'll grow from every unique experience with a coach. And when you see growth as a result of your experience in one course, you're going to feel confident enough to invest in another course. Even if the material happened to be like exactly the same, which would be really rare, each business coach would teach the material in a different way. Each coach has their own story, their own messaging, their own values and experiences to bring to the table. So because of that, every experience in a course, a membership, a workshop, a conference will benefit your business. And keep in mind that every teacher has their own story, messaging, values, and experiences to bring to the table. So you do have something to bring to this table. There truly is room for and space for all of us. In fact, we need to all be a part of this space. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I do want to remind you that Teacher Hustle University, the doors are open for just a very short amount of time. The doors are going to be open. They will be closing again. So make sure that you head over and check out what I have to offer. Figure out if we are a 
fit. If you would like to continue your learning with me inside of Teacher Hustle University, and I will see you over there at alyssamcdonald.com slash framework. Thanks so much for listening to the Teacher Hustle podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get the latest episodes. If you have a question for me about marketing, mindset, momming, or even life in general, really anything along the lines of anything that I talk about, you can send me a voice recording over at alyssamcdonald.com slash askalyssa. That's A-L-I-S-S-A. No, I could never get those personalized pencils when I was in elementary school because I spelled my name with an I. Anyway, if you have a question and you send me a voice recording, who knows your question might be featured on the next podcast. I can't wait to connect with you and I'll see you back here next week.